Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Venmo at Dead Inside But Caffeinated. You can also email us at Dead Inside Caffeinated Podcast at gmail.com. I sat here and listened to six takes of coffee pours. I watched you do it so we could redo this intro, and here we are. I had to pee after it, Laura. What What do you want? What do you want? What do you want our intro to sound like? I, I just want us both to be happy with it at this point. <laughs> this is our intro. <laughs> Fucking is, here we are. Listen to the podcast, fucks. Fuck it. We're doing it live. We are doing it live. Yeah, after taking the biggest unnecessary and unscheduled break in the history of podcasts. I don't think it was unnecessary. No, it I it think, wasn't unnecessary. It was just unplanned. Yeah, yeah. Well, the holidays happened. Um, I was being a dad. Oh, sorry. Oh, shit. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the podcast. I'm Josh. <laughs> I'm Laura. We are dead inside. But we're getting caffeinated. <laughs> <laughs> I'm multitasking. Together. Sorry. Get it together. Um. So I am going to do this now. What are you doing? I'm sending you. Dr. Aubrey? Yep. Dr. Aubrey. While we were on break, we decided to upgrade a lot of the studio uh, equipment. And that's what we're doing right now. Um, while we're trying to get that in order. Also, I want to give a huge thank you to our ever-expanding listener base. And you'd oh be, my God, here we go. What? It's a big <laughs> deal. Wow. Every time I check this, we got more and more listens. All right. I think you're like just overly excited about the listens in the location. And I don't really. Well, if you think about it. I want to take that away from you. If you think about it. Like we started this in a coffee shop. You know what I mean? Like I had my tablet and we were just talking about like this was just not even a an an application. We were just talking about it. Right. And now we are literally reaching people individually in countries all around the world. God, I feel sorry for those people in those countries. But if you think about that, though, right? Like here, like all of a sudden, here we are. Anyway, the countries we are now operating in: obviously, United States, Germany, Ireland, Sweden, United Kingdom, Australia, Bulgaria, Singapore, Tunisia, Italy, Algeria, Canada, and surprisingly enough, the Netherlands, which has quite a few views. So, hello, tall blonde women. Send us a DM. What's your number, girl? Give me that international code. What up? Hello? Dr. Aubrey, hello. Hello. Why do you have a Connecticut number? Oh, don't be telling people <laughs> my business. You're out, you're out, we're recording right now. You're on the podcast. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's the best thing I've ever heard. Dr. Aubrey, how much time do you have right now for this impromptu uh, therapeutical questionnaire? Um, how much How much time will it take? I'm done with relationships. I don't want any more women. Why? Oh, my God. Here we go. Oh, oh, I don't have enough time for that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Why? What happened? Yeah, uh, like, can we start with the, <laughs> what led up so, to this decision? All right. All right. Here's, I'll just, I'll just briefly go over it. Okay. So okay. recently, you know what? I don't need anyone. And now I don't, I don't have that like, you know, primordial biological need to like be with someone. I'm perfectly happy being lonely. Before Aubrey answers. Seems healthy i don't i don't know what oh so it's normal <laughs> that can shit. you tell me i'm not desperately chasing after people <laughs> yeah that's, and i'm content with my own companionship yeah that sounds actually very healthy that shit ebbs and flows yeah that's true yeah that's true but enjoy it while it's happening because at some point 
you'll be like, oh, I'm lonely. This fucking sucks. Like, yeah. I don't want to live. I just want company. Yeah, no, Or that's true. I just want sex regularly. I don't know which one comes first, the I chicken think always, or the egg. always the sex. I think the sex came first. Mm-hmm. I knew the chicken I, or the egg. Yeah, I knew in my very young adult Young adult life, I wanted sex before I wanted company. In this scenario, is the chicken the sex or is the egg the sex? Yes, I don't know. The egg, because women have eggs. I don't know. <laughs> it's a good, I like that one. So, Dr. Aubrey, what's going on? What's what's going on? Are you officially a doctor? Uh, no, I'm actually just started my last class today, though. Okay. Your dissertation, is that done? How's that going? That oh, God. is my last class. So, I'm caught up. I was hoping... I would use Christmas break and all this stuff to like get super far ahead. And that did not unfortunately transpire. Why do you have a lack of motivation, Dr. Aubrey? It's not that I have a lack of motivation. I've just had so many other things pulling my attention and time. Mm. That's very true. I only have so much energy to go around. (laughs) True. I have this phase right now where like literally all of my friends are in crisis, except for Laura. (laughs) Yeah. For now. For now. Yeah. For now, it's coming. I can feel it. I say that you're going to come home and like the house is burnt down. And, like, I would be like, your ex boyfriends are standing outside. Oh, I would actually be okay with that because then I, I have homeowner's insurance and I would just build a better, newer house. Oh my gosh, that'd actually be awesome. And you could build a tiny house in the back for me. So, dear exes, if you're listening and you want to burn my home down, just make sure the dogs are in it. Message the podcast. I'll send you the address. Make sure the dogs are absolutely inside when you put it <laughs> Peta, don't message us. Nobody, nobody caught that. I just wanted to reiterate. I thought you said make sure the dogs are outside. Do you have any uh, brief nugget of psycho... Oh, my God. Psychological information. Do you have any brief nugget of psychological information or a quote that would come in handy for the average person? Pull your head out of your ass. That's a good one. That's a, that's empirically supported. Right? And I feel like that's it some... applies no matter where you say it. It's I would like say this is what I'm teaching my elementary school students right now. Oh my god, this is good. This is good, dude. You're, are you so you're teaching in elementary school right now? What, what's going on? I'm doing elementary school counseling. Oh, okay. Right now. Okay. Yeah. She and makes these awesome talking... powerpoints. <laughs> and we're talking about motivation and how hard it is to like, yeah, it's always so easy to reach your goals when you first set them because it's exciting and they're new and you're like, yeah, I'm so amped about it. And then when the reality of everyday life like kind of settles in, it gets harder and harder and harder. And the biggest takeaway for that is set really small goals that will help you reach your bigger goal. Because then you're getting accomplishments done, you're feeling good, and it's not just like, wow, I'm so far off from my main goal. So to get discouraged. Yeah, so to summarize, set a long-term goal, and all your short-term goals should lead up to that long-term goal. Yep. Okay. I watched the PowerPoint. It was great. I learned a lot. <laughs> how, many, how many slides is that PowerPoint? It's literally only, I think, for third to fifth grade, it's four. Ooh. Yeah, it was like three. Four, it was like four or five. It was okay. not a lot of them. Yeah, we're going to yeah. need to get our hands on that uh, PowerPoint. <laughs> I don't know. My elementary school counseling voice is something to behold. I'm not sure if the world is ready for can it. You, can you give us a sweet no. little peep at that? Please, please. 
hi everybody <laughs> i love it she messages me this powerpoint and she goes laura please tell me what you truly think about this and i was like what do you mean she's like do i sound like a moron <laughs> i just felt like i sounded like deranged like <laughs> she's like, like <laughs> out of my mind like deranged like i was just like <laughs> So she's like, do I sound like a moron? So I listen to it and I go, no, it sounds like you're teaching a bunch of morons. <laughs> and I was like, so children. I'm just kidding. I, I really do it. like it, though. It is like, it's the best job. It really is. Is that what you're going to do forever? No. Well, what are you going to do? I eventually want to be a counselor for the VA, but that's, it's a process. I gotcha. And step one is getting my doctorate, so... I'm not even at step one yet. Getting there. Yeah. Dr. Aubrey, thank yeah. you for your time. Appreciate you. I'm going to call you later. I'm so excited, you guys. Have a great day, Dr. Aubrey. <laughs> I love you. All Bye. Right, see you guys. Dr. Aubrey, motivation. That was awesome that we could do that and I could hear it and everything works great. And she could hear us. And she could hear both of us. Yeah. That was impressive. We had, like upgrade, huge upgrade. The whole point of doing this is to stay pretty realistic. And I want people to know, because every time somebody finds out we have a podcast or yeah, or whatever the case is, yeah. they're like, oh my God, how do you do that? And I was like, really? You just sit down it's and... actually really easy. Josh, at least Josh makes it really easy because I didn't do any of the legwork to figure out how to make this happen. Uh, you just you show were, up. You're the talent. You were, no. You're the talent. <laughs> Josh is the real talent. No. Josh is the Jamie. He's the IT. He's the troubleshooter. You're the Joe Rogan. You're the reason no, people okay. tune in to listen. <laughs> I don't know about all that. Yeah. But if I could even remotely be compared to Joe Rogan, I'll take it. I think you are. I think you're straight up Rogan. I think you can hear my stomach growling because the, this microphone picks up everything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even hungry. I just ate. Josh made a steak and eggs this morning and coffee. I just want everyone to know how wonderful you are. Oh, God. No, ladies, don't DM. This Stop isn't DMing for the ladies. The podcast. <laughs> this Stop isn't DMing. for the ladies. No, but what I was saying earlier, I don't, um, I recently stopped having a relationship. Yep. I'm yeah. tracking here. And um, so we're going to just lightly graze on what brought you to that decision of not continuing a relationship. There were a lot of things that happened yeah. that make, in my opinion, a lot of relationships either end or continue in an un unhealthy correct dynamic correct yeah it's like what what are there a couple oh. of things that you can just touch on that led you um, to the the conclusion that you're at now yeah yeah so i i don't want to go into detail um, no detail just a lot of it but, but just, a the, just a broad broad kind of stroke here i have been through a lot of relationships in my in my short time in my short time yeah and surprisingly enough I would say, like in all honesty, more than half of them, serious relationships. Um, I have been cheated on. Oh, really? Yeah, more than half of them. Um, okay, so yeah, we'll come. I can yeah come back to that one, right? Yeah. So, and I'll it's, that raises another point that I'll get into. I'll touch on here in a second. But if if any of that happens, or you know, it's lightly grazed upon, or whatever, I am already at a at a point where I'm just going to be done with it. You know, like I know, I know what that spawns. I know what happens. I know that I can't trust the person after the fact, everything I'm told after that always has an asterisk, you know? So I'd That's rather, true. I'd rather just be done with it than have to sit there and think about it. 
You know, it's just, it's just. So do you think that maybe, oh, this is, this is after the disloyalty has taken place. Yeah. And you can never come back is what you're saying. Never. Okay. I can understand that. I don't. I, yeah. I mean the first, so one of them, I was, I was married, right? Mm-hmm. One of them happened then. And I love the woman truly. And I said, Hey, let's go to marital counseling, try to make it happen. You know, I'm, I'm willing to work past this right? because I fucking love you. Um, and society puts a lot of pressure on you to maintain that relationship. Oh, I didn't. At the time, I wasn't really thinking about society. I really didn't. No, I mean, not you, but like most people. Oh. This yeah. is like me applying what your situation to a lot of other situations. I understand. Yeah. I would agree with you on that. But I was, uh, yeah, I, I loved her and I wanted to make it work. And what was it? About a, two months into marital counseling, I thought we were making headway and. Turns out you weren't. Turns she out was we making weren't. headway. With somebody else. <laughs> um, so we. <laughs> I don't mean to make jokes about no, your misfortune. It's pretty funny. No, uh, we, so we ended up getting divorced and um, I would say that that made me, I called one of my friends, our mutual friend. I called her like, oh, we were gaming yesterday, day before. And I was, I was talking to her about this. I was like, I don't, like, I don't want company. Like, I don't, I don't want to have a relation. I don't want. Right now you're just looking for some downtime. Yeah. I don't, I don't even, not even that. Like, I don't have that the need or the want to even pers- like, yeah, man, I've been I don't there. fucking care. I get, I get what you're saying. 100%. And I, and I asked her, I was like, why do you think that is? And she straight up was like, Oh, it's cause you're jaded. <laughs> I mean, yeah. And I was like, I got, at first I got a little offended. I was like, what? What? And then it, like, like in a split second, I was like, nah, you're right. You're right. Well, it's, it's your, and, and so, okay. <laughs> I get so excited. I want to say all of the words yeah. at once. Yeah. I just, I think because I feel like I've, I've been in those shoes before and I would make jokes about being jaded and stuff. And I think, yeah, you might be a little bit jaded, but it doesn't, it's not forever. Like when you say somebody's jaded, it doesn't mean that it has to be forever. That's their, for, that's not their forever status. Mm-hmm. Um, you can come back from that. You just need some time. Yeah. And you take that downtime and you enjoy your downtime while it's happening. And then you start getting lonely or you're like, oh, I'm really horny right now. <laughs> Let me get these tender hoes. <laughs> these tender nuggets here. Yeah. See, Tinder doesn't work for me. Yeah, I don't I don't use do Tinder those either. Yeah. But then I like this part I want to touch on. I started thinking about this. And if if over half of the women that I've had a serious relationship with cheated on me, then I start to think, what am I doing wrong? You know? Because I'm 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 one to always think that if all these people are doing the same thing, then there's gotta be a consistent thing here. So I like where your head's at, but you can't take it so far into no. it has to be me or it's absolutely not me. No, there's like a there's a, a balance, a fine median there where you kind of try to operate. Yeah. But I get what you're saying. But at, at the same rate, uh, maybe it's not just you. Maybe it's the type of people that <laughs> you attract or choose to date. Mm. Like if you're going to chase trash women you're gonna get trash quality relationship out of that not saying that the women you've chased are trash yeah i don't think i'm just in general yeah, speaking yeah um for men who tend to enjoy chasing trash women jason <laughs> i'm just kidding <laughs> i'm just kidding jason's a great dude the just, women he chases the women he i'm just kidding <laughs> he and i talk about that a bunch I'm, he's yeah. just like you know what sometimes i just really like a Certain type of lady. <laughs> what is it that you said? Men just want a dumb bimbo to parade around. 
Oh, sometimes, yeah. yeah. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, not everyone can be a fucking Harvard graduate or a genius or a smoke show and smart. Like, you can't, not everyone fucking can have all of fucking smoke, smoke show. show. <laughs> Josh will not stop saying that, by the fucking way. Fucking smoke show. But not everyone can have every great quality. Like, you know, there's got to be some dumb bimbos. Like, it's true. I've been a dumb bimbo before. No, I haven't. <laughs> I would like, I mean, I would like the opportunity to at least feel like a dumb bimbo at least once. I don't think I've ever had, I don't think I've ever operated like that. How can I weed out? Because when I, when I. How can you weed out the dumb bimbos? Well, like when I, when I engage in conversation, obviously it all starts with the conversation, right? When I start talking to these people and I can see like there's a potential for great things to happen, mm-hmm. you know, um, at what point do I have to be like, eh, like, is this, what is this going to like, is this going to go the distance? Is this what I want? Or. Am I going to like feel really high and then all of a sudden it's just going to crash? Like, yeah, you know I mean? it's, like al- how- it's always going to, oh, you're always going to start in vacation mode. You're always uh, going to start in oh, rose tinted glasses, rose tinted glasses mm-hmm. where it's not reality. You're always enamored with each other. And eventually, I want to say eventually it starts to fade away just a little bit. Not always because my last relationship was like four years long and i was enamored the whole time mm-hmm. did it slowly start balancing out but like i my rose tinted glasses were coming off a little bit but at the same rate i still was equally passionate about this person i was excited to see them they were the first person i wanted to call and tell anything to you mm-hmm. know what i mean yeah, yeah. and for me that was awesome but at the same rate where we were both at in life, it became really unhealthy. Uh-huh. Um, if I could maintain that level of passion for someone in a healthy relationship, that would be dope. But because I have yet to do that in my 30 some odd years, single as fuck. Gotcha. What did you ask me? How uh, can you do that? I don't even remember. I don't know either. I had another question. I was like ready to fire at you. Fire- is it, okay. Is it my fire- fault? Like, is it, is it on me? What part? The the relationships ending the way they do? No. Like, is it on me? No, I don't think so. I don't think it's on you, and I don't think it's on her. I think the whole concept of dating is, well, not outdated, but it's, it's the whole concept of dating is to see if you work. Uh, you know what I mean? It's not, it's not a guarantee. You yeah. date somebody because you're interested enough to see if this is going to go anywhere. Yeah. And then if it does go somewhere, you date for a while. Hmm. Some people like to take that and get married. <laughs> you know, that's what normal, normal society, society does. does. But <clears throat> I don't think just because it didn't work out doesn't mean that you need to change or she needs to change or anything like that. It just, in my opinion, uh, it's a giant puzzle. You're just trying to find your right piece. I have found out. I agree with you. And I have found out that I'm a shitty communicator. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, awful. Well, you're not the worst. Sh- I mean, I'm not. I'm not. So the here's best. the thing. Here's the thing, and I think it has a lot to do with the difference between the way men's brains operate and the way women's brains operate. Oh, let me hear this. How do men's brains? I operate? don't know. That's that's what I'm saying. Is oh. I find with a lot of my close male friendships that I don't always see what they're seeing, or I like I don't view it the same way they do. Yeah. 
And right off the bat, sometimes that's frustrating as fuck. But I have to take, I personally, men can do this, women can do this. Sometimes I have to backtrack to be able to do it. But I have to realize, okay, when they say this, it may not exactly mean what I think it means. Uh It may mean something else to them. Something about Walt Whitman, be curious, not judgmental. Mm. So if you say something and I immediately start judging you for it, then I'm not learning. Does that make sense? Yeah, I get it. But if you say something and if it triggers me to be upset or to be angry about it, I need to stop and ask questions because it may not, my immediate response may not be the correct response. And if I ask questions, it may change what I'm feeling or what I'm thinking. Mm -hmm. And that's how I took that. I think men and women just operate just differently enough that sometimes it can cause communication barriers. And you, and if two parties aren't willing to work to be able to get over that barrier and it's only one person doing it, then that's going to be a lot of work on their end and it gets exhausting. Mm -hmm. But if nobody's doing it, then it's not going to work out at all. And you guys just crash and burn like the dumpster fire you are. Yeah. Yeah. It happens. But I, I am trying. Then the only thing that I can control is whether or not I stop and ask the questions. I can't control if somebody else does that. If that, if I say something and they immediately assume and it's not what I meant, then that communication barrier comes up. That's their problem. That's not, they're going to make it my problem, but I'm going to try to elaborate, but it has to be two parties doing it. Yeah. That brings me back to the, an earlier episode where we had, where you were talking about how you want to be best friends, right? Like before you engage in any type of romantic relationship, you want to have a bestie. When, when I consider the idea of dating somebody, I take that much more seriously than the whole, because the only thing dating means is exclusivity. It just means, Hey, I'm not going to fuck anyone else. I'm just going to fuck you. The title means that. Cause what I would, do you think dating means? Uh, you're t- you said dating means exclusivity. Yes. Right? In my mind, if I tell someone, you know, I love you, doesn't that mean exclusivity? No. I, tell, I can tell you I love you, but I'm not, we're not doing it and we're not exclusive. Well, if we, uh, so if you're having sex with someone and no. you straight up are like, I love you and I'm not having sex with somebody else. No, that does not mean exclusivity. Hmm. The title dating implies exclusivity with that person that's all that means you can still love somebody and not need to be exclusive with them not a lot of people can do that but to me love isn't a transactional feeling Ah, you're right okay i agree with you i agree with you. i'm not saying i love you because you're exclusive with me Mm. i'm saying i love you you because of you because of what you are and who you are and how i feel when i'm with you understandable and that, to me, says more than the way people normally use the I love you. I understand. It's a very transactional thing. So when I say it, and I, and a lot of people forget that when I say it, it's, and I hate fucking quoting the Bible, but genuinely unconditional. There, are, There's nothing tied to it. Mm-hmm. It's just how I feel about that person. Hmm. And I think if more people used it the way it's actually supposed to be used instead of a transactional phrase yeah we'd have a lot less problems i agree with you i agree with you so did i answer your you did you actually answered my question and you just opened my mind brain to uh to a new way of thinking 
about certain things in my life. So I appreciate that. I Look at that. Yeah. We're doing a podcast for us. And I think the biggest form of being able to feel that way about somebody is knowing that you, oh God, what is it? Ted from uh, How I Met Your Mother said it best. Mm-hmm. It was this whole long ass quote where he was basically just like, I want, I want her to be happy and I want everything that she, like, I want her to have everything she wants, even if that means I'm miserable. See, now that's a little unhealthy in my opinion. And, but but I want that person to be happy, even if it doesn't include me. Yeah. I don't need to be the the single point of that person's happiness. And I think if you need to be that for somebody, that's not healthy. That's not love. That's not love. That's, that's you that's validating not, yourself. Exactly. I agree with you on that. And uh, we can go super far into that, but we're just going to graze over this a little bit more because I think <laughs> this is a whole podcast inside of itself that we're just not trying to have right now. Yeah. Because this is, this is post um, break. unscheduled break and we're going to try to just catch everyone up. So Josh has had his daughter for like yeah. a month. Yeah. I was, I was in dad mode. No, like a month and a half, two yeah, months. Yeah, two months. Holy dad shit. mode. Um, we tried, we talked about how to make it work when she was here and all that stuff, but for obvious reasons, I mean, I don't, we're not in a sound booth where no one can hear us. Um, and my daughter is a very curious person. Oh yeah. She would have been very curious about the podcast. Very curious. We even talked about maybe just recording with her so that she could have a little feel for it and feel included. But then we were like, uh, let's just put like, just put a, put a pin in this one. And she, I know, I knew like if she's the type of person where she tugs at that string it's unraveling. She's, she's, she's gonna, gonna unravel everything. She's gonna run with it. So she's even she's not gonna leave it. Like, oh, I'm cold. No, fuck that sweater. I'm gonna unravel this bitch. I wanna know everything. You know, uh, I don't think people missed us enough to be mad that we took a break. Mm. I know we had a lot of people asking, "Hey, when are you gonna record again?" Yeah, yeah, I had the same thing. But when I, you know, obviously you tell people, "Well, yeah. it's the holidays, dad mode, blah blah blah." We're we're regular people. You know, it's not like we're. This is all we do. If this is all we did. Oh, yeah. Then this would be serious. Then this would be. Well, I mean. We'd be. We'd be busting out every we, yeah. week like we're supposed to. Yeah. Like we're supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, I want to call out one of our original. Fans, oh, no. It's happening. Medina. Girl. I saw you on the meter on the Instagram. How excited are you for a new episode? You only went two thirds of the way. You know what? <laughs> I'm. I'm only Medina. I understand your plights, okay? And we'll just say that you had a slip of the finger. That's all we're going to say. That's, I don't even, <laughs> I don't even, I love that you acknowledged it and you were like, um, <clears throat> can we please talk about this, Laura? Yeah. No, because like she was one of the first people to reach out to us when we were up, we were, <laughs> we had a fold out plastic table with holes drilled in it. Let's talk about that for just a second. Yeah. Yeah. We what did you say about- earlier? Like, we, look at how far, look, look at how, how far, look how far we've come. Like <laughs> I talked about earlier, we started out in a coffee shop just talking about this idea. Like it was, we were just, we were just bullshitting with it. We were getting excited. We were, we were like, it was very obvious. I don't know why this started or how it started exactly. I mean, I know how it did. I just don't know how. What do you mean? How did you fucking convince me to I, do this? I was like, I was like, Laura, listen, I have this outlet. I found this website. I I can make this work. Do you want to do a podcast with me? And you were like, No. 
You didn't say no. You yes, were like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. No, I straight up said no a couple times. Did you? We were in the office and I was sitting at my desk and you were venting about the guys. Oh, that's right. No, I had this, I had this project. You're like, do you want to do a podcast with me? I was and like, this quotation, no. quotations project with these people that they didn't give a fuck. They were just like, let's. They wanted to have a fun guys time. Yeah. And let's put our thoughts out there on the web for everyone to hear. And it did on not. On the interwebs. Yeah. It wasn't great. So then I, using the, like the idea, I got really excited about the idea and the capabilities and the, you know, the fame and the fortune. I'm just kidding. Josh, Josh just wanted to be a celebrity. <laughs> no, I, I don't want to be a celebrity. I feel sorry for those that are. I really do. Because celebrity, like those people, fuck man. I want to go to the grocery store and not be bothered. Like I, I like being, what's the term I'm looking for? Normal. Well, I'm not normal, but you know what I mean? Anyway, so yeah, these guys, I had this idea and I was excited about it. And Laura and I always yell at each other and it's entertaining for a lot of people. I was like, Laura, do a fucking podcast with me and you're going to love it. I promise you. And she was like, no, Josh, get away from me. I was like, no, I hate my own voice. I don't want to have to listen Mm. to it on the internet anywhere. So. After I wrangle her in. Yeah, I don't know how you did that. I, I got to give you credit for that because I'm quite hard to wrangle, I feel like. Yeah. If I'm if I'm really against something. Well, I can wrangle you. I can wrangle you if I am emotionally unavailable. <laughs> <laughs> how long were you waiting to use that? As soon as I said, I can wrangle you if, and I thought of the punchline, I was like, <laughs> ugh, got to hit the button. I just want everyone to be... Thoroughly worn. Josh has access to uh, sound clips now. Uh, yeah, I have a soundboard and I can hit sound clips whenever I want. Anyway, so once I wrangled you, then I the next step was, all right, so how do I set up? Is that a it? joke in my like, personal life? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. About the men you frequent. Um. Frequent. <laughs> I like my men like I like my coffee. Unavailable. What? Exactly. It doesn't even make sense. I like my men like I like. No, I like it like I like my coffee because it's tall, dark, and covered in whipped cream. If I there can you go. Get it. <laughs> I like my women like I like my coffee, but I'll, someone else's dick. In it. <laughs> no, didn't. Hold on. Please never use that one again. Okay, there's, like there's an one. applause so one. Loud. I know. I got to turn it down. Why is it so loud? Because it's. I have it up on the thing. But anyway, um. So yeah, she, I had to like get this environment ready for us to record in. So I, I go on Amazon and I buy at oh. first I buy these microphones. You're talking about the beginning. Yeah, like the very first. We're up in the, the yeah. fucking living room. But dude, we were upstairs in the living everything room. Everything echoed and it sounded awful. And like I'm trying to like fist fuck this thing into working, <laughs> right? Like it was ridiculous. Like the setup we had, like some wires fucking everywhere. It was awful. I can't breathe. It was awful. You're using my big screen TV as a monitor. Like, you, the fuck were we thinking? You 100% were trying to fist fuck. This I thing was. Working. And, and then, it, and then I got up there. It was frustrating. And we got, and you were so mad. <laughs> you were like, for someone who got wrangled into this thing kind of last minute, all of a sudden, like, you are now the project manager. You're like, Josh, this is why we got this. Why isn't this fucking working? And I'm sitting <laughs> here, like, so trying weird. to figure this thing out, and that's not helping. And I finally, like, I know, I think I downloaded a program, and then I have to, like, route it through a different way to finally get the shit to work yeah okay so we had to yeah we had to download 
uh, we had to download a mixer voice meter yeah yeah to be able to get what we were trying to get working working and it, it was a whole roundabout thing it was like jump through this hoop just to jump through that hoop just to jump through another yeah. hoop, just to turn out to be like oh well the microphones need stands and we need to drill holes in this plastic table <laughs> so i drill holes in the table <laughs> it turned we were in where were we menards lowe's home depot lowe's we were at lowe's yeah it was this it was like a week long project like we were still recording too during this yeah we we're setting up all recording i remember remember we at lowe's and there was that kid that was working he had a podcast no no he has a youtube a channel game, a game channel wasn't it yeah he, he posts a, he's a streamer whatever and then he's I like remember that dude's name or his tag stuff oh i don't know he was high and we're still upgrading like right now we have a we have new equipment. i just want to say josh sent me the information for the roadcaster and i told him no I was like, dude, we are not doing well financially. We're in the hole. <laughs> I mean, you got to spend money to make money, right? I was like, we. You got to fake it till you make it. Yep, Josh's. And well, okay, so I said no. And then you kept trying to convince me. And I was like, dude, let's just save it until we get to a, a, a good point where we need something like that. And. Josh made an executive decision. I did. I made an executive decision. <laughs> which, I want, which I wanted to be mad about. I want to be mad because we only make decisions together when I okay it. <laughs> well, how did you say it last time? Highly accurate. Where it was like, this is a team effort that Laura yeah. man, like manages or something. I don't know yeah, what you Laura's said. Laura's a project manager. Um, and I was going to I was gonna be mad about it. And then I was like, you know what? No, nah, like this is this could be a fun toy. Maybe, 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 and I was, you know, I was like, I'm going to have hope. So here we are. Look at me. It's a new year, new me. Yeah. Oh, I got to, yeah. Transition to that shit. Yeah, we'll get to that. Hold on. So then Josh got it and he played with it for like two or three days, like any man does. And then. (laughs) My old life. Where where are you with the sound bites? (laughs) (laughs) You got to be quicker than that. I know. It's new. If you want to be Jamie. It's new. It's new. I got Jamie doesn't do sound effects. No. They're, they're normal people. They don't yeah. need a, yeah. they don't need sound effect help. Yeah. But anyway, so Josh is here. This is the first time we're using it and I got to give it to him. It was a good call. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Yes. Quiet down, please. Thank you. Yeah, that was so loud. Uh, So good call on making that executive decision. Yeah. Help me. We're, we're about to be legit. Pretty sure the Netherlands... There's a few people over there that want to reach out to us. We're really hoping that when the bars open, we're going to take this sucker. No, we are on the road. No, no, there's no hoping. We're going to fucking do it. Okay. We're now, uh, so right now we. Uh, I mean, if you're just now tuning in, obviously you know we operate this out of Michigan in the United States. Michigan's governor has um, not closed down everything entirely. Basically, she shut down everything that's important to us: the bar <laughs> and eating inside. Those are the only two things that matter in my life. And I didn't realize it until she took them away. I know because of COVID. You know. We all know the rules are stupid and we all know bars are doing everything they can to loophole their way through these silly rules. Just to stay afloat. Just to stay afloat, which is really sad because our buddy, you know, and his wife have a brewery and yeah. I can't imagine them being able to sustain to go orders all the time. We should go there. We should go there for the first First time we take this we'll thing do out. That. Actually, Pres- let's yeah. do that, yeah. So, yeah, we interviewed uh, the owners of Presidential Brewing Company in, a, in an earlier episode. But, yeah, um, 
when these bars open back up, opening night in Michigan, we're going to record a podcast from the bar. Yeah. Because, yeah. I mean, why not? Because we can. We do like a third mic and just start interviewing random ass people. Just leave it up with the with the headphones. Hey, sit down. You can you can keep it on mute until somebody sits. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to do it. We're going to do it. Anyway, so oh, back to the transitional thing or whatever yeah. you were talking about. What was, I completely forgot where I was going with that. I had it in my brain and then we went. Is it my transition as a person? Yes. Oh, fuck yeah. So during the, I'm not, I'm not going to be a man or anything. Pre-break. I'm not, I'm not getting a penis, even though I feel like I would be really, really good with it. With a dick? Yeah. Oh, I think you'd be great with a penis. Because I said my transition. I'm not, I'm not transitioning. No, no, we're not saying that, (laughs) but I think you'd be a great dude. I think I'd be really good at it. I think you'd be, you'd be a bro. I'd be a great boyfriend. What? Yeah. Why? Because I know what women want. What do they want? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know. What do women want? I know what I want. What do you want? It's not the same thing women want. What do you want? Dick. <laughs> so an, don't all women a, want the dick? I'd be, I'd be a gay dude. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. I'd also be a straight dude. I, so I guess I would like. So you, op- you want the pussy. As a, As a dude, you want pussy. I feel like I would As like. As a woman, you want dick. Have you ever just been like, I want to know what it's like. Oh, no, 100%. Have a vagina and L- get fucked. Like if, like 100%. Weird? If I like had the Freaky Friday, like body swap bullshit, I'd immediately be like, this is interesting. Put your, put that penis in me. And it, you know what I mean? Like, and I want to know what it feels like. Cause yeah. I, I am, I'm very curious. It's not, it's not that I don't understand the concept. Don't get me wrong. I yeah. understand the concept very, very well. Yeah. I want to know what that feels like as a man. Oh, it feels great. Well, I mean, that, yeah, that's what they all say. But I want to know that experience for myself. Yeah. But like, I can't. With, because I don't have a penis and I never yeah. will. Well, with dudes, we have no G spot. Like, there's no magic area, you know, where you gotta like do the stuff to. You just you just touch it, and the whole thing. It's like a, it's like Boop. fucking King Midas's hand. You touch it, and everything turns to gold. It's like oh, oh, oh. like it doesn't matter where you touch. Like you know, with a chick. Sorry, with a with a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care. You gotta like you can't just go in there guns blazing. Can't you know? go in there all willy nilly. No, no, no. You like got finger blasting everyone. No, no, you can be finger blasting shit. You got like a good finger blasting though. <laughs> what? I I'm not gonna disagree with you. I've known a lot of women that like a good finger blasting. Um, but you got to know where you're blasting too. That's true. You know what I mean? You can't just be blasting. You can't just be, yeah, like you're pushing down, pushing to the side. You gotta get the schematics. You gotta you know do. what's going on. You do. There's a, it's a whole thing. Don't miss us for too long. We'll be right back after the break. Welcome back. Now it's time to sit back, relax, break out the bearskin rug, and lay down by the fire with those sweet massage oils with Josh and Laura. But anyway, so tra- I'm not transitioning, but no, my, no. we're talking so about... So you're, yeah, pre, when, when we uh, stopped recording, a little bit before then, um, and please don't yell at me. I'm not going to yell at okay. you. Um. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. You were very, you were very uh, quick to be aggressive, very quick to be down about a lot of stuff. What? Yeah. What do you mean, be down? Like, be negative. Like when when you would see something, hear something. Oh, I one see of the what first you're thoughts that you would have. I still struggle with that. I just want you to know that. No, no, I know you do, but I also know that this um, transition. What I notice after our break, I can't not think of transition. I, I know. I also notice like after this, I can see that that thought maybe happen, but then I also see you decide to be like, take oh a, well, take and then the positive route. route happens. I can see that too. I think that's like an uh, it's like a muscle. You got to exercise it. I and what? it's not it's not that I was a negative person. Yeah. It's that I got 
very easily irritated with people and their problems or things that they say and I see a problem with it Mm -hmm. that it would immediately irritate me that they would say or do or think that way and not see it the way that in my head I saw it, which in my head was the right way to do things or to operate or to see the situation. Gotcha. And it became super frustrating because to me, I'm like, this looks easy. Like, I don't know why this is, why, why are you doing this like this? So you're putting your expectations on someone else. Yeah. Okay. Dr. Aubrey got, uh, gave, gave me the insight on that one. Oh, Amber told me, she tells me all the time. Stop stop putting your expectations on other people. Me? No, she, she tells me that. You that. Oh, what are your expectations of people? Uh, I hate stupid people. Okay. Yeah. I don't like stupidity. Sometimes I, back then I would, in my head, think that you would make some of those similar decisions. But I, when I would make those like, okay. Would cue my frustrations with you, specifically with you. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm special. Yeah. Well, it's also like I held you to a higher standard. Do you, am I still held to that standard or am I not held to that standard? I think, I think I still hold you to a higher standard, but in my head, it's, not my standards that I hold myself to. Uh, Does that make sense? I understand. And not saying that mine are higher than yours. They're just different standards. Does yeah, it? I got you. And it, it was like, I can't expect people to operate the same way I do. Like mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever. I can't expect people to see things the way that I see them. Mm-hmm. And Aubrey called, Dr. Aubrey called me on that a little bit. She was like, yeah, you know, like I feel like... <laughs> You do have a tendency to do these things where it sounds easy. Yeah. The one you say it. Yeah. But living things is slightly different. Being the one that's involved. And because I'm always not the one that's involved, I'm, I'm seeing from an outside perspective. I'm like, this is easy to fix. Why aren't you fixing this? And she's like, you can't, you can't always do that. And, and I think I took that because I got it from multiple different sources. <laughs> you know, like my... Coming from at, from all different directions, just coming at you. My best friends are like, Lori, Lori, you're getting a little rough around the edges lately. It's starting to fray a little bit. You're being a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Someone told you flat out you're being a bitch? No. Well, one time when uh, one of the guys in the office and I were arguing and Bill was sitting back there listening to it, and he's like, yeah, Lori, you're being a bitch. I remember that. And then you just started <laughs> start, laughing. I started laughing and- and the guy I was arguing was like, oh, I did not say that. You know, like we're in an office, we're in a professional environment. And he was yeah. like, I, that's not, I, you're just putting words in my mouth. I didn't say that. And Bill watching him sweat it out was yeah. like hilarious to me. And then Bill, just because he just kept saying it, you're being a bitch. <laughs> and it's the way he said it too. It was awesome. Yeah. Gotta love Bill. I, I did not him. say that. I did not. <laughs> just the words did not come out of my mouth. Didn't do it. But yeah, so I don't you know. A couple of my friends were just like, you're you're always coming at me. And I feel like to quote specifically, that's that's what at least two of you said. And I was like, oh <laughs> now never, that it's coming from multiple sources, I'm like, all right, yeah, I need to I need to really stop for I've a second. I've never felt more validated in my entire life. <laughs> um so my buddy got in a we had like a not like an argument, but like a tiff. Like a, we'll just call it a little, little yeah, tiff. Little tiff. Where where we were completely not on the same page. I don't know how we got there or what we did. But Communication when, breakdown. Yeah, it was definitely one of those. Um, and when we did actually talk about it, it did really sound like a huge communication barrier. 
Um, but he said, and I quote, God, no wonder Josh gets so frustrated with you. And I was like, oh, low blow. Low blow, man. Low blow. And then, and, you know, I like I was I was like offended, but not offended. Mm-hmm. It was a truth that I wasn't prepared to hear at that moment. And I, was I can't like, believe he had the audacity to drag me into that. <laughs> I think that was his his way of validating what was happening. And I think that was probably if he hadn't said that, I may not have stopped and and thought about it the way I did. Huh. Because, you know, I, I care. I care that I have upset you and stuff. And A little bit. Sometimes I take it too hard. You and your stupid feelings. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Just stupid face. <laughs> Sometimes you do have a stupid face. It is pretty dumb. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh, but when he said that, I was like, "Damn, like, all right, yeah, yeah, that that's that's probably true." Yeah, <laughs> I was like, hmm, "I gotta work on that. I gotta work on that a little bit." And here you are. Well, I mean, I'm trying to, and it's, I'm not gonna be better overnight. This, I still have moments where I, I, <laughs> I still am just like are you just fucking coming with me with this shit right now? Like, I don't want to hear this. Thankfully, thankfully, since um, I've been out of dad mode, that has not happened to me yet. I've, I've te- like, I've seen it like a glimmers of it with me. Yeah. Like the other night uh, we were doing game night and what did uh, you do? We, oh, you weren't using a plate. No, 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 no. That wasn't it. The time I'm thinking about where I had a glimmer of you getting unglued. Oh, was when, at, at the game night. At game night when one of your son's friends went to the bathroom and it was obvious to me he was in there way too long to go pee. And he was walking out and I said, oh. hey, hey, I know you pooped. And he's like, I did. And you looked at me with, with the face that I'm used to. Mm-hmm. And you said, why did you why did you have to say that? And I was like, oh. I was like, I, just, I am still curious I, about that. And I, I, told, I, I told you I wanted him to know that I know. Okay, so my question to you is, why are you saying that to a 14-year-old boy that you just met tonight? Oh, that night. No, I met him before. Oh, either way, it's not your child. Um, and not that I want children to be overly sensitive. And I'm pretty sure he was fine with it. But at the same rate, if I didn't think he would be fine with it, I wouldn't have done it. I don't think it's your choice to make that decision. I don't think it's up to you to to dictate what he should and shouldn't be okay with or what you think he is or isn't. Because sometimes you think people are okay with something. And but they're not. They're not. Okay. But they're not going to say anything about it. And as an adult, if you're in that situation, that's your problem. You're old enough. You're a grown-ass adult. You should be saying something to people. But as a 14-year-old boy or 15-year-old boy, and he's in a room full of adults walking out of the bathroom, I just, I don't know. To me, that's like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Or maybe it's just a guy thing it that yeah, it's okay. It's not the, like, I'm going to be honest with you, it's not the first time I've done that. Hey, I know you pooped. Yeah. Okay. Cool, man. What if he's in there, like, you know, having issues or something? I don't know. Like, I don't know the dude's life. Like, what if he was pooping? I don't know that. He's got some health issue. I I all I know, all I went off was time. I, haven't, I didn't walk up to the door, put my ear to it, and was like, oh, you're constipated. I could hear it. Like, no, I was just like, My hey, question is, why do you think that it's okay or acceptable to say that in front of other adults, especially women present, and thinking that that's cool? Do you poop? That's not, you're, you can't answer my question with my, a question. My, my point is everyone poops. My question is why did you think it was socially acceptable for you to announce to an entire room what that boy had just done? In case I that, something so natural as pooping. Yeah. In case why did you need to do that to out him? Of, 
So I'm going to say a bullshit line first. Okay. And then I'm going to go the, the real reason. All right. All Number right, one, the bullshit one? The bullshit one is in case anyone had to go in there after him, it was a courtesy of, hey, there might be some shit particles floating around in the air. You know, maybe you want to keep your mouth closed. Maybe you got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> What's the real reason? I don't have one. I, <laughs> I was trying to be funny. Okay. I don't know. I know it's a I guy know what, thing. It's a guy thing. I know what you're doing, but I think in that, in that moment, when I chose not to say too much more than what I did. <laughs> I appreciate that. Um, it's a guy thing. That was me exercising my. <clears throat> restraint. Restraint. Your newfound restraint. Sort of. I think there are just some things that some people may consider private. And when you announce it to a room, I think it's very disrespectful. Oh. I don't think any. I don't I don't know how other countries or cultures operate, but mm-hmm. I think in the one that we currently live and operate in, um, if it were just you and him and maybe another dude or something and you guys were friends and stuff, that's fine. Harass your friends however comfortable they are being harassed, whatever. I think it reinforced that I was okay to say that to him when... But uh, did you consider how Amber felt or I felt or Juan felt or whomever was there felt? You didn't ask about us. Well, I didn't. I didn't like. I didn't take a time log of when you guys walk into the bathroom and walk out. Oh shit! I almost dropped my. Phone. I just the only reason I said that is because I noticed like we it was a good like twenty thirty minutes. So I was like, oh, that guy must have pooped. Good for him. Hope it went out okay. I don't know. Um, but you still chose to announce it to the entire room, not thinking about whether or not we wanted to hear that. Did you want to hear? Not really. Okay. Well, and I, 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 I apologize that you had to hear that, Laura. I, I really do. It's not. It's a, see, now you're trying to make it something it's not. Now you're yeah. trying to, <laughs> you're <laughs> trying to spin it as in like, I'm offended. Oh my God. Blah, blah, blah. Are, are you? No, I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm annoyed that you I'm called sorry. out a young boy for t- going poop in the bathroom. Like, what if he had been embarrassed by that? Then he needs to get over it. This is life. Take no prison. Life is tough. All right. So when you're in my house. Don't do stuff like that. We'll just start with that. There we How go. about that? There we go. I don't think that I should have to make that a rule. And I think this is one of those communication barriers that you and your friends and I have already assessed in the past. Hey, these are things that other people may not be comfortable with just because you are doesn't mean it's okay for you to always do it to everybody. We've been over this before. And this is why it frustrates me is because I've expressed this to you multiple times and so have other people, but you still choose to do the things that you do sometimes. And it just, you know, it just gets... It's a little frustrating. If it was Jason or something, that would have been different. It's it's a it's a teenage boy in a room of people that he doesn't know. And his friends are downstairs. You know, like, it's not his house. He could have been uncomfortable with the situation. Can I ask a question? Yeah. True or false? Did the same teenage boy take a group picture with his friends in a shower <laughs> of him making a kissy face and put it on Instagram? True. Does that mean that he should be okay with you calling him and his bowel movements out in public? I just think that it should add credibility to that. I think that that happened after the fact. So you can't use that to justify what you did. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. I'm just, you're you're right. You're right. If I'm making an argument. I think if you want to make poop culture normalized, Uh um, maybe you do that with other friends. I'm really not interested In in, in poop. Or poop things or knowing when people poop. I could have gone all night without knowing that that kid took a poop today. Just really wasn't in my list of things that I needed a knowledge base of. You know what I mean? Poop culture. Yeah, I gotcha. 
And I know you're really comfortable with poop culture. <laughs> I can't say this seriously. Keep going. I know. Keep going. I know you're really comfortable with poop culture. You, yeah. you poop with the bathroom door open sometimes, just as long as nobody watches you wipe. You're cool. Yeah, don't look um, me in the eyes. I'm touching my butthole. It's weird. But the rest of us may not quite be there yet. So you got to give a little bit of leeway to those so, of us who are, are not as comfortable in poop culture. So you, but you have to admit, and I'll, I'll bring this back to, you have to admit, since day one when we met each other till now, my understanding and you are acknowledgement learning. of others' feelings in the environment has, has gotten leaps and bounds better. I wouldn't go far as far as saying leaps and bounds, <sighs> but I would say it's there's better. been a significant improvement, yes. And I am very proud of you for that. I'll just, if anything comes to mind about poop in your house, I won't even bring it up. That is totally okay with me. And it's not because, like, I have some, like, you know how some people get all weird when you say the word moist? Yeah. Moist. Yeah. We just lost, like, eight followers. Um, so, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. It's not like that. It's, it's just, it's one of those things, it's like you just don't really you could just go all day without really putting that much thought. And I think maybe that is a dude thing. You know yeah, what I mean? Just, yeah. You guys are cool with the whole 45 minute poops and everything. Like, I feel like a lot of women just go in, get it done and get out. Yeah. Um, 45 minutes. I couldn't imagine taking a poop. For well, you're, minutes. you said your legs fall asleep. Yeah, but I'm also a heavy set man. So what that. if your, what if your toilet was designed specifically for your butt Ooh, like memory foam no not quite memory that seems oh. a little un unacceptable for a toilet but if it was ergonomically designed to cater to your oh my specific frame and my and set everything was custom like everything was customized and would you would you not just sit in there forever yeah and so that's a guy thing man that's like I, I don't really i don't really think women do that the only time i spend excess amount of toilet time is like if I go to the bathroom at work and I take my phone with me and I just don't want to go to work. And so like I'll still use the bathroom, but then I'll just go hang out in there. I got There's you. like a bench and everything. Yeah. I know for a fact, like men and women do that. I just go sit in the locker. Like I'm hiding out from yeah. the world. But I don't know. And that's like a dude thing. The whole poop culture and poop jokes. And, and like, you know, I love a funny poop joke every now and then, but like calling somebody out on their bowel movement when they just made it, like, it's like, come on, give the dude some, like, it's so natural. Then why did you need to call it out? It's not funny if it's supposed to be so natural. <laughs> like what makes it funny? I don't know. It's a guy. I don't know. It's that's a guy a, thing. I can't even say that with a straight face. Like when I hear, a, when I hear farts someone are fart, funny. yeah, I laugh. I still laugh yeah. at that. Like, I need to get a fart sound effect. I don't have one. So what I differs between farts and poop that really just like gets, gets me you? I think to it's, the point where I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hear about that. I think it's because when it's a fart, right? Like the sound and the social, the social narrative behind a fart, like it's just funny, right? But then <laughs> like when you're talking about poop, like with a fart. Well, it's funny even talking fart. about poops because there's different kinds of poops. You know, like the rabbit poops, you know, whatever. There's a whole chart Whoa. on different kinds of poops. Whoa. Is this, are we you not okay with this poop we culture? We don't talk about poop culture in my <laughs> house. <laughs> but no, I just I think, meant don't call people out on their individual bowel movements. No, no, like, I, that's rude. Okay. I rude. Will, I will half-heartedly agree with you for the sake of this conversation. If there weren't other people there and it was just me, you, Alex walked out of the bathroom and was like, huh, you pooped, man. I just want you to know I knew. I might have been a little more okay with that, but because it was a group of people. You had, you had the, the defensive. I was like. Hey, yeah. uh, you had his back. 
A little bit. Yeah, I gotcha. It's like picking on somebody, but I know that wasn't your intent. I wasn't picking on the guy. He pooped. Big deal. I wasn't picking on him. Well, you made it a big deal, but big deal by announcing it to everyone in the room. There were like, how many adults there? (sighs) And then, you know, my other two friends were there and Mm. I was like, I don't know how comfortable they are with stuff like that. Like, you know, I was just... And because I was the host, I'm hosting this and I'm putting a bunch of people in a room That's together true. that I'm not really sure how well they're going to interact. In your new house. And it's kind of like one of the one of the first because we already had a gathering for Halloween. But like it's one of like. The, yeah, but it was like in the garage. Yeah. But it's like in your home and you're trying to. I get it. I understand. I understand. So it wasn't. I guess just it wasn't specifically about the poop. It was, it was all the external factors relating yeah. to the poop. But I feel like I did very well in not. You did blowing up no i could tell immediately when, you, when just, i saw you didn't have to say a word if you just looked at me with that expression. face if you just look at me with a face i would know exactly i want to know what it looks like because i can't it's like that is not so my like, face it's not as pursed so it's like so, like I it's all in the eyes, eyes my eyes just get big it's the eyes and yeah. then it's like it's like it's like i, don't, I, mean, I can't i can't, I can't even Whatever. do it if i'm not in in that in, mode in the mode yeah <sighs> anyway what the hell were we talking about before poop culture Oh, we were talking. Is that what this episode is going to be called? You, poop culture? And then you were talking, um, why, are, why are people okay with farts and not poop, right? And oh, I was, yeah, yeah. was going to go like, with farts, there's no really physical evidence, right? Like you might fart and it might not smell. It's just the sound of a fart is what's funny. But Landon s- farts all the time and I get mad because I never know how bad it's going to smell. Oh, yeah. And he likes to do it when we're in the car and I can't escape. Well, if it smells, then obviously it elicits a negative response. But if it doesn't smell and it has a funny sound, that's funny. I think I've been tainted enough to where it, like, it has smelled a couple of times and now I'm taint. I'm jaded. Yeah. So when I hear him do it, I'm like, I don't trust you. When I do it, you're like, no. And so I'm like, oh, no, no. <laughs> oh, that's no. what I hear. <laughs> no. I do that to him, too. Yeah, never I think though. it's more so being in an enclosed or a tighter space. Like if you're across a room and you do it, and I'm just like, <laughs> but if I'm in a, the vicinity of maybe catching the scent, yeah, if it starts drifting any which way, oh yeah. See, I'm 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 okay with it, but when it smells bad, that's when I'm just like, like I'm not even I'm not even angry. I'm just defeated because I can't. You know what I mean? Like I'm just like it's already smelled it. Fuck. You're like, hmm. Ugh. I've, I've pulled over the car sometimes when I had uh, guests in my vehicle that decided to shit their pants. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not going to tell you to hold it in because that's unhealthy. Let it out. Just let me know so I can pull over and exit my vehicle, please. Or roll a window down while yeah. you're driving so it doesn't something. get everybody. Something. Yeah. So, oh, well, I'm glad you worked through that with me just now about it's not always about the poop. I know. It's like a week in the making. <laughs> Yeah. It's been two days. It's been like a week. It's been two days. Your sense of time is warped. I'm glad we could talk about this. Oh my gosh. What other things are we supposed to be talking about? Uh, we covered motivation with Dr. Aubrey. Because, yep. I mean, you and I, we were struggling with motivation. Laura has been um, learning the ukulele and the guitar. Um, okay, let me, pop, let me put a little pin in that real quick because I've been learning the ukulele. Yes, I've been practicing. Yeah. The guitar I bought and I am currently still tuning because. Oh, you just bought it. I just bought it. Gotcha. And I 
there are a lot of differences between a guitar and a ukulele. So I, I always wanted to learn to play the guitar and it was really hard for me. And then I realized I have a little bit of, my pinkies are a little weird. They're like short and it made it hard to reach things. And Hold up your hand. No, we've already done this. I don't want to do this right well, now. It's just your pinky. It's like, it's just shorter. Like it only goes to the, it doesn't I, go to the at, furthest If you look knuckle. at mine, it's like the same ratio. Yeah. No, it's not. Yeah, it is. Look, compared to your ring finger, it's about the same. It's not sh- no, it's not. You don't have freakishly short pinkies. You're fine. Um. Well, when you look at other people's hands, maybe yeah. you have weird pinkies too. Maybe you have ET no, hands. No, go like this. So your knuckle, your pinky knuckle is lined up with the rest of your pinky yeah, knuckles. Yeah. So if you make a fit, what's, what, we made a fist. And Laura, what Laura's saying is my, all my knuckles are lined up. My pinky knuckle, it doesn't. It's like recessed. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's it's, back it's like a fucking dew claw, man. Yeah. So whatever. It's not an excuse. And this is why. Because my buddy who does play said, Well, I was like, it was just too hard, so I didn't I didn't keep going. And he was like, No, you just didn't want it bad enough. And that was true. That was a true statement. I was like, at first, you know, I was like, <gasps> rude. <laughs> but then I was like, Yeah, yep, that's an accurate statement. And I wanted it bad enough this time. I wanted I spent a lot of time over the past few months looking a little bit inward, mm-hmm. you know, trying to make some personal changes. Yep. Um, some of which Josh gets the benefit because I stopped yelling at him as much. Cause yeah, wholly accurate. I, I like it. I and that. I realized there were a lot of things that I want to be doing that I haven't been doing that I've been putting off, like going back to school. So oh. enrolled going to be going back in March. Oh yeah. Um, playing the ukulele. Cause I owned one for many years now and never really stopped to make time to practice gotcha or to learn so i am learning ukulele i can play like four whole chords it's great hey it's better than what you knew before that's true come on maybe small goals small goals to achieve a larger goal maybe next week i'll learn five chords and i bought the ukulele thinking that it would be um a fun transition to guitar it'd be a good intro to music because i have no musical talent don't know how to read sheet music i don't know how any of music stuff works like i'm i have zero musical talent um then i got the guitar and i held it in my hand and i was like holy shit this thing is huge (laughs) (laughs) that's what she said and then i realized you are so slow on this i can't i okay go ahead you're gonna have to scoot that closer to yourself or something or make it to where you can reach the buttons and not have to i don't know what you're doing over there there we go all right so anyway we're still in uh testing mode here yeah we got it but then I realized the guitar was absolutely not tuned. And I was like, fuck, I don't know how to tune this thing. You know, so you think download an app, try to figure it out, watch some YouTube videos or whatever. Yeah. And I got, I think, four strings tuned. And I've just been struggling with the other ones in the center that I can't get them quite right. Um, so I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep working on that. But, you know, small steps, baby steps. Yeah. And if I ask somebody else to do it for me, then I'm not learning. It's not the same. So I have to accept the struggled path in learning. And I, and I think that was one of the things that I, I didn't like doing. If I wasn't immediately good at it, I didn't want to do it. Uh, yeah. Because I grew up being pretty good at everything, except for music, apparently. Oh, my God. <laughs> Quick on it. That doesn't <clears throat> even make sense. So you would, would you say then... Um, the age old adage, anything in life easy, worth having. easy isn't worth doing. Uh, no, no, I don't say that. 
What anything? I think a lot of things that come to you easy are great in doing them. Uh-huh. If if it comes to you easily, that's a talent, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, some people can pick up any instrument and just be able to play it right off the bat, and and that's a talent. That's that doesn't mean that they shouldn't pursue that. For me, I'm wildly mediocre at a lot of things. I'm a jack of all trades and a master of none. Right? I would like to master something. Or I would like to be an actual jack of all trades. Like, oh, I could pick up a guitar. I could play it just a little bit. Like, I may not be great, but I can play. You can make out what I'm trying to. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and that, it's not even it's not even about that. It was just me being like, hey, I have always wanted to do this like list of things, mm-hmm. and I haven't really been doing them. So, like going back to school, I put that off for six, ten years. I don't know how long. And I think I. I hate school. I hate college. I hate the concept of it, but I have to do it. I want to go further. I want to make more money. I want to pursue my career. And I've finally accepted that this is the career that this is my career. Yeah. Instead of you've you've put yourself in this and now you're going to demote, like demote, devote yourself wholly to it. And, uh, I finally was just like, yeah, okay, let's do it. So I'm I'm going back to school, and then I I picked up the ukulele and started learning to play that. I'm going to keep going with the guitar. I'm trying to learn Portuguese. One of my friends speaks. Two of my friends speak Portuguese fluently. Uh, one of them is from Brazil, so she's gonna help me with that. And I don't know some other stuff that I'm doing. But so like, we're going to Brazil. Actually, yeah, I would I would really like to. Um, I think if possible. Okay. Yeah. When some of the travel restrictions are lifted, that's one of the first places I would like to go. Let's go. Um, we'll push the podcast. I'll bring home a nice Brazilian woman. <laughs> Get that green card girl. What up? And uh, everything will be great. Yeah. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> she'll probably, uh, she'll probably, you won't allow poop talk in the home. She won't or she will? She won't. She no. Won't. She, because she's respectable. She's respectable. So, from my understanding, and and it's not that, uh, the like from what I understand from my friend, she said, uh, Brazilian women love American men. Why? Because a lot of Brazilian men, not all of them, but you know, it's a it's a cultural thing, uh-huh. are still semi stuck in like a traditional sense where women cook oh. in the home and clean in the home and do this that, and the other. But American men will cook and they will also clean, and so the Brazilian women love that, and they just. They just love it. Hmm. We, yeah, we need to go to the carnival as soon as the COVID stuff is handled. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, as soon as travel restrictions are lifted and, you know, Landon's with his dad or whatever, we should go. I'm down. I'm going to start saving right now. I'm not even lying. Good. Um, I need to start doing push-ups. Yeah. Well, we're doing another thing that we're doing. We're working on our health. That's yeah, right. Yes. Still, still working on our health, we, but we're, we're actually pursuing that heavily now in a group of friends yeah not just us we have we've grope groped <laughs> we've, okay i did we, not i i may or may not have groped that woman <laughs> <laughs> no we've we've roped in what no we got eight people in our group mm-hmm. eight people and we are all taking a very active role in each other's supportiveness and we're holding each other accountable in yeah. some ways um to do be, you feel like that group is helpful to you or hindering to you i think it's helpful right like um, Knowing that your friends are on a similar journey to you in the weight loss and health 
area. Hundred percent. When I when I had my numbers, I took my numbers down. Um, I wasn't surprised about the weight. Mm-hmm. You were surprised about the percentage. I wasn't surprised about my BMI, but I was a hundred percent like in shock over my body fat percentage. Yeah, you. I like one hundred percent. I was like, "What the fuck." I could tell you were a little shook by that. And I, I think that, you know, sometimes seeing those numbers are, are motivation enough for you to be like, all right, yeah, yeah, I got to I gotta do something about this. Yeah. Like, um, holy fuck. That's what happened to me was uh, for a long time. Well, because I was, I was dealing, oh, there's another thing. I was dealing with my knee from this past year. Yeah. And I kept feeling very hindered and um, that hit me emotionally. And of course, what do I do when I'm emotional? I eat instead of cry. Like, I'd rather eat like donuts and delicious dinners <laughs> yeah and burgers and why do, you, why do you think that people's emotional state like it revolves around food i think it's easy for that to happen in america yeah well i mean yes but i notice, like for me for me it's kind of the same thing but different like i'm because i think a lot of the food that we do eat is quite saturated with additional sugars and it's always good and you know what happens when you you feel good eat that food is your body releases endorphins because yeah that's just and it's 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 easy genuinely like similar to the concept of doing drugs true except food's not illegal fuck you're right but you get you get the same quick relief you know what i mean so i like oh i'm feeling sad i eat this donut let me go to mcdonald's and get a fucking triple quarter pounder but the thing for and so for some people, like one of my buddies just like hates lifting weights. I love lifting weights. I don't love it so much that I I, I want to go do it all the time. I used to. The way it makes you feel. Um, yeah. But it I feel good afterward. I yeah. feel accomplished. Uh sometimes I do track my numbers, sometimes I don't. Uh when I was thoroughly tracking them, watching progression in how much I could lift, also watching my physique change. Those were all very motivating features for me or like motivating character or things about weightlifting that got me excited. But yeah. eating was one of my biggest problems. Like I've, I've don't tell, don't tell anybody, but like, you know, your girls tried some, some things here and there, like in her youth that, you know, like smoking the pots and how many pots have you smoked? Mm. But I never really I've never in my entire life of all of the things that I have tried have ever felt any kind of addiction towards those. Yeah. Food is different for me. Same. Same. So I spent some time trying to curb curb that relationship with food instead of eating because I'm bored or sad or happy or literally any feeling at all being like, ah, food trying to work on that. And I think that really helped. Yeah. That's what I got to do. I got to change my habit. Cause I noticed that like lately I'm, I've been in kind of a, a stage of emotion where it's very stale, very stagnant. There's not a lot of highs and lows right now. Mm-hmm. And it's dangerous because if there is a high or there is a low, usually food accompanies that. Mm. So I'm trying to maintain the stagnant emotional state. Cause like, like we're in this, you know, group health kick. If I know it's going to be superbly difficult to fight that temptation off if I'm feeling great or if I'm feeling low. Right. I think another thing that was helpful was knowing that my friends are on a very similar journey, even the ones that aren't in that group. Mm-hmm. 
uh, because when you get with them, you're not always, you're not as tempted to go eat at Dunkin' Donuts or like, you know, go grab quick shitty meals with yeah, each other that's why or drink I, a bunch of beer or made steak and eggs. Yeah. yeah. And so, I, I, I don't drink any more beer as you're, I'm sure you're aware. I used to drink it a lot when we first met, but now it's tequila or scotch. Yep. Uh, I swapped over to, and then one of my, one of my buddies makes a, what, a sorority girl drink with the UV blue and uh, diet seven up, <laughs> which is, Fruity, but also very low calorie. Yeah. So I've been on that kick for a little bit. Killing it. But then also like tequila and whiskey, if you know, mix it or drink it on the rocks. Mix it with like a diet drink. Way, way lower calories. Good to go. But if I am drinking, I'm trying to do it responsibly. And I don't mean that as a not getting shit face. I mean that as in my calorie intake. I've been thinking more about that because, uh, with the with the COVID stuff shutting everything down, I'm now more aware of what I'm spending. Mm-hmm. First of all, and second of all, my intake now is not related to me getting shit faced. It's now related to my hangover. Ah, uh, yeah, I you don't like saying? being hungover either. So now when when I when I'm drinking, I'm very cognizant of how I'm going to feel the next day. So if I know I want to get feeling pretty good, I'll either go with some wine because I don't feel really shitty with certain wines. Wine has a lot of sugar in it, though. That is true. So for me, I've been avoiding wines. I, I like a lot. I like certain wines, mm-hmm. uh, but I've been trying to avoid those just because I I, I don't want to. I don't want to put that much sugar in. Yeah. Uh, or if I'm like drinking heavily, like tequila or whatever, I will go ratio one to two tequila to water. Ugh, water. Like I try to <laughs> like if I if I have like twelve ounces of tequila. I'll drink 24 ounces of water after Oh, I, I see drink. what you're saying. You know what I'm saying? I don't mix it. Like, no, I don't mix my tequila and water down tequila. I'm not a fucking communist. The only reason you're saying that is because you have a bottle of the Rocks tequila on your desk right now, and that's it. That's actually pretty good. I've had better. It goes down smooth. It's good. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm not saying it's the best. Sorry, sorry, Dwayne Johnson. Your tequila is not the best I've ever put in my mouth, okay? I know, I know everyone loves the Rock. And that's probably not, you know, a very socially acceptable thing to say, but I've had better. Why are you on this like whole tequila kick right now? Because, uh, the, or like you're what you're doing right now, what's happening? What's happening what to you, you right now? What do you Because you don't drink tequila, you drink scotch and you drink whiskey. And now all of a sudden you're, you're like, oh, I've, I'm such a tequila drinker. I've been into tequila. You know this. Now you have for like the past year and a half. I started getting into tequila because of you, because you had the Casamigos, and you. Were, I was like, oh, this is good. So I started looking at tequila. I was very unaware. I just know that you were excited yeah. for the Rocks tequila. To come oh, out, I mean, it. I've. But I didn't I know you were exploring the tequila realm. So I this is news to me. I think it's just because it is like the Rock, and whatever he puts out there, of course, everyone's gonna everyone's fucking so love because it's. Don't get me wrong; it's great tequila. Yeah, but I wanted to try it. I'm not pushing it on you or anyone else. Don't don't try the rocks tequila. It's shit. Fine. No, don't. That nobody said that. That's not what this is about. This is me saying, why are you going on and on and on about tequila right now when the only reason you're going on is because you have a bottle of it right now. So you're a Scotch man, yeah. or at least from what I've known in the past, I don't know, shutdown months. You and your Scotch have been best buds. I love scotch, and I don't do scotch. Okay, like you, so like you have to like you. Your, okay, here we go. Realm here we go. Expertise, like you committing to the ukulele or the guitar, 
right? Oh, you're committing to trying new things. I'm trying okay. to branch out from my 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 scotch, okay. my whiskey, okay. and I'm trying, you know, let's go south of the border. <laughs> Hence, you bring back a Brazilian woman. <laughs> you joke. Those Brazilian women, what? Nothing. I was I made a joke, oh. and you're like over here. No, it's too late now. You can't use it. So, <laughs> nope. Don't. Kill that. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take that away from you. <laughs> Definitely taking that away from you. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so you're branching out and you're trying some some new yeah liqueurs. We're gonna leave you um, with a quote. Quote is that? The quote is, it has been my experience that folks who have no vices have very few virtues. And the person who said that quote, believe it or not, Abraham Lincoln. I can't see. Where are you reading that from? Oh, okay. I see. Um, we're going to talk about this wall real quick that Josh has made. Um, what? <laughs> it's, I'm going to just take a photo of it and put it on the Instagram. What do you want? What's wrong with my wall? Nothing's wrong with it. I it's think that's very a great nice. Wall. It's I think a great that's wall. fantastic. I'm trying to create a mood here. I know, and you're doing a great job. Gonna, I, that's why I'm taking a picture of I it. Should I expand it and put more up there? Yeah. You should fill the whole wall with it. So. I don't even know where you got these things. Uh, Etsy. That's right. You did tell me that. Yeah, I got the frames at Hobby Lobby. I got the pictures, the photos, the printouts at Etsy. So anyway, I was saying that I love it, so I'm going to take a photo of it oh. and put it on Instagram. That's all, It wasn't attacking you. Oh, thank you so it much. It wasn't attacking you. Thank you so much. We're back. We're fucking back, guys. Get ready for this shit. It's going to hit you every week. We hope. No, it is. We, we're going to be back on the shit. Back on the shit. Well, not not the poop culture. But we don't the do shit. poop culture here. <laughs> All right. Bye. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, Venmo at Dead Inside But Caffeinated. You can also email us at Dead Inside Caffeinated Podcast at gmail.com.